The Squiz is a free weekday email and podcast where your shortcut to being informed. Our weekday podcast is brought to you by Combank. With many Australians recovering from the devastation caused by the bushfires, as well as coping with the economic impact of coronavirus, this year Commonwealth Bank staff will give away more than 200 grants to community organisations and charities across Australia. Good morning, I'm Claire Kimball. And I'm Kate Watson. It's Friday the 21st of August. In your squiz today, getting to know the politics of the Territory. Fires in California, Qantas's big loss, and nailing your phone tone. This is your squeeze today. We're heading north this morning, Claire, far north to the Territory, the NT, where the 140,000 odd residents who are enrolled to vote will head to the polls. First to how the Northern Territory Parliament works, it's a unicameral parliament. A unicameral parliament, that's right, which doesn't mean it has one camera. It means that it has one chamber. <laughs> There's only 25 seats in that parliament, which, of course, for the small population, there's 245,000 residents of the territory in total. Uh, really, 25 seats in parliament is more than enough. More than enough, you would have thought. Now we've got the basics of the parliamentary system down to the election. It's a bit of a three-horse race, potentially. There's Michael Gunner, the current Chief Minister. He represents the incumbent Labor Party. They won in 2016, taking 18 of those 25 seats. Then there's the CLP, the country Liberal Party. They were in power pre-2016, but at that 2016 election, they ended up with only two seats, a landslide that one was. And finally, Claire, there's the newcomer, the Territory Alliance Party. That is led by the former Chief Minister Terry Mills. He used to lead the party with the CLP. He'd left Parliament after a party coup in 2014, but he returned to Parliament as an independent in 2016, and he's got two other members with him, so there's three of them. Uh, They've really been drumming up a grassroots movement, and he's hoping for great success. Finally, to the actual election issues themselves, political observers will be paying close attention to this one. It's the first poll we've had here in Australia in the era of COVID-19. And just to go back a tiny step, the Territory was already in economic trouble before COVID-19. And of course, since then, with border closures and all sorts of shutdowns with those COVID restrictions, it's certainly taken even more of a toll on the Territory. But what Anthony Green, the of course, ABC elections guru says is that having that big sort of uh, event happen and all of these issues related to COVID might mean that Michael Gunner is able to roll the woes that he was having before the election into that bigger picture. When do we think we'll have a result? Probably fairly quickly. Look, there's not that many votes to count, really. Is no. there? So, so hopefully on Saturday night, um, almost 50% of the Territory have already voted. So uh, we'll see what the process is around counting those early votes. But, yeah, fingers crossed for a result on Saturday night. To anyone listening up in the NT, happy voting. CEO of Qantas Clare, Alan Joyce, yesterday delivered the company's earning results for the 2019-20 financial year. Last year, Qantas posted an $840 million profit. This year, a $1.96 billion loss. 
Yeah, it doesn't really take much explaining what's responsible for that. Uh, The airline industry, of course, was one of the first hit by the COVID shutdowns and also hit very hard. Qantas, of course, has borne the brunt of a lot of that. Uh, Alan Joyce yesterday really is calling for a national framework for those state border restrictions. He says he can entirely understand why uh, flying overseas isn't a thing that's going to happen anytime soon. But when it comes to flying within Australia... He's quite frustrated about those border shutdowns. He says that they don't seem to make any medical sense. Prime Minister Scott Morrison says border closures are on the agenda for National Cabinet today. Over in the US, and Steve Bannon, an architect of US President Donald Trump's 2016 election win and an early White House chief strategist, has been arrested overnight along with three others. He's charged with defrauding Trump supporters in relation to a fundraising campaign to support the building of the US-Mexico border wall. Remember that? When that border wall is happening, it's actually uh, underway. But what prosecutors allege is that Bannon received $1 million of the $25 US million that were raised and spent it on personal expenses. Asked about it overnight, Donald Trump said that uh, he really thought that that fundraiser uh, probably shouldn't have happened and that he had nothing to do with it. Still in the US and thousands of Californians have been evacuated due to wildfires, Claire. There's been really terrible weather conditions there, 11,000 lightning strikes earlier in the week and also a heat wave. There's electricity down and lots of people in California suffering at the moment with that heat wave. But these fires are threatening, as you say, thousands of homes, thousands of people have been evacuated uh, and really a big concern as we head into the weekend. Any news no one wants to hear, a fire in the far northeast corner of New South Wales has led to the state's first major deployment of water bombers for the 2020-2021 bushfire season. The good news is that those at the RFS don't expect this fire season to be nearly as bad as the last. In Russia, a vocal opponent of President Vladimir Putin, Alexei Navalny, has been admitted to hospital in a serious condition. He's allegedly been poisoned. He's said to be unconscious in intensive care and on an artificial lung ventilator. What happened was he was flying from Siberia to Moscow when he began feeling unwell. That plane made an emergency landing and he's in hospital in Siberia. His wife and his doctors have headed there to go and see him, apparently, there's issues uh, getting past hospital administrators for them to get in. But he's a very outspoken critic of Vladimir Putin, Russia's president. He has been targeted in the past, as have other opposition uh, members, uh, and lots of concern about his health. He's led the country's biggest street protest against Putin, as you say, and has repeatedly been jailed, usually for his involvement in unauthorised demonstrations. Friday Lights Claire and in the Squiz Today email is a link on how to nail a job interview that might very well in these COVID times be conducted over the phone. Lots of people are doing a lot more over the phone. I know for myself, I think I've spent more time on the phone this year than I have in the previous three years combined. But uh, when it comes to job interviews, there really is a bit of a knack because, of course, you get a lot of uh, those cues when you're face-to-face with someone and it can be a very important conversation. But I enjoyed the tips not just for uh, looking at exactly what it might do to help people uh, furthering their careers, but it's also, of course, when you're meeting people over the phone these days. There's some good tips there. Tone. It's all about tone. 
Indeed, as so many things are in life. So true. Uh, And naturally, there's a link to a cheesecake recipe also. We nearly always have a recipe in Friday Lights. We know they're very popular. Check those out in the Squiz Today email or via your episode notes. The email subject line, Claire, I think relates to news that Google is giving Google Maps an overhaul. It is. I've gone for Maroon 5's song Maps. It's quite simple, that one. Uh, The lyric being, so I'm following the map that leads to you. Google at the moment are releasing a visual overhaul to Google Maps. So if you look at your app in the next few days and see that it's got more colour and more distinction between natural and built environments, that's what it's all about. Yeah, if you're using Google Maps in places like London or New York or San Francisco, you'll see there'll be things like pavements and pedestrian crossings. Not that go. we're going to not that we're going to London anytime soon, but one day we'll get to one use day. It like that. <laughs> there definitely are people who listen to the squeeze from London and New York. I know of a few. So there you go. <laughs> Finally, don't forget about the Squiz Quiz. It's out every Saturday morning on our website and in 10 questions, you'll get a good assessment of just how across the news of the week you are. Hopefully very across the news of the week, given you've been listening to the Squiz. That's all from us (laughs) and we will chat to you on Monday. The Squiz is a free weekday email and podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Sign up at thesqueeze.com.au. A message now from our podcast partner, Sunbeam. With so many unhealthy snacks on offer, it can be hard to find something to keep your kids satisfied and happy. Sunbeam's dried fruit and cheese chilled snacks contain only real fruit and real cheese with no artificial colours or flavours. And they're a great source of calcium. It's a snack you can feel good about giving them while you're on the go. Pick up a pack today in the dairy fridge at your local Woolworths, Coles or independent retailer. Thank you.